welcome back to Fika for Life. Uh, my name is Edward Thomas, and I'm one of today's hosts. And my co-host is Lin Yuan. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Yes. Ah, uh, forgiveness, so hard. I forgive you. <laughs> forgiveness is so hard um, to give, kind of, and it's in all circumstances. It could be with your colleagues, it could be with your mm. friends, especially family and married mm. life. Oh my gosh! Wait, 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 wait. What does the Bible actually say that you have to forgive family? Uh, I can't find that should, verse. You should forgive your neighbor. You should forgive. That's not family. Your sister brother. So uh, that means my sister brother at church, not my real sister or my real brother. Well, I'm sure Jesus forgave his uh, fellow okay, humans. So. so sorry, your family's included. So. All right, I guess. So I guess we have to be. And like it's harder. Joseph. Do you think it's harder to forgive people who are closer to you, or is it harder to forgive people who are more distant? Let's say no. a colleague. Forgiving a colleague compared to forgiving, I don't know, your brother. Oh, no, I, I think it depends on what they what they have done. Um, I think that forgiveness is is a choice, just like love. Mm. So there's really no reason for me not to forgive anyone, whether they they are closer or they are far away. But um, but I think most of the problem is that I just don't want to. But I think other people would argue that well some people are worth it to like they're worth to forgive or other people are like no just forget about them mm. just let it go kind of like what what do you mean why like what like what people or what no like, like oh sorry that what situation <laughs> sorry i'm speaking half sentences wow um let's say your colleague threw you under the bus kind of like mm -hmm. i don't know you guys had to talk to the boss and your colleague just said something so you would look bad and then you didn't yeah. got what you were supposed to do. And then compared to with your brother, maybe, I don't know, your aunt has a, has a lot of money and then she wanted to include you into her, I don't know, testimony. And then mm. your brother said something so you would look in a bad light and kind of you could also check out there. Didn't get what mm -hmm. you might would have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. Which is quite well, common. It's not yeah. unthinkable. I, I mean, there's. I, I think there's an uh, acceptance within society that says that if someone's really done something bad to you and it's really, you know, created a sense of loss, mm -hmm. like in this case, you would lose out on the inheritance or lose out on maybe a promotion at work. Yeah. Um, that it's okay actually to, and maybe even right um, to keep a, a grudge against that person yeah or even to seek revenge even you know worse but um but then i, I think that as as believers you know there's a another there's another perspective on that um joseph um uh, so if we go back to genesis there Joseph is now. I just talk about the Bible. Yeah, I'm talking about the Bible because <laughs> last time we, you know, we didn't mention the Bible, so I feel like now I should <laughs> say something from the Bible because my qualifications as a as a Christian leader is about to be revoked because I didn't name God <laughs> in every single sentence, and so now I'm going to you know, go back and follow the the flow mm -hmm. like a dead fish. Uh, <laughs> so uh, no, but but I, but I think that one of the the pillars of Christianity is this thing about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. 
And so in the Bible, we have this story about a guy named Joseph. And Joseph has a lot of brothers, and his brothers are jealous about him, and they push him into a well, sell him into slavery, and he ends up, ends up spending his whole life, the rest of his life, in Egypt. Um, and at the end of that story, like several things happen to Joseph. Uh, so he gets thrown into jail for something he didn't do. And the Bible never mentions anything about Joseph keeping a grudge against Potiphar's wife, or Potiphar for throwing him into jail, mm-hmm. and not listening to him. Uh, the baker and the cupbearer, the same thing. Um, and so one of them forgets Joseph, goes back, he gets reinstated after Joseph uh, interprets his vision. And then he finally gets you know up to meet the Pharaoh and he becomes like second in command of Egypt. His brothers end up being forced to come to Egypt because of a famine. And when their father died, their whole family ends up moving to Egypt. And when the father dies, uh, the brothers are all afraid. Joseph mm-hmm. is going to get back at us now. now. And so they're, they're expecting him to maybe not really forgive them for real. And in that verse in the Bible, it says that Joseph cries when they accuse him of maybe wanting to, to do the man. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'm wondering if the crying of Joseph is because he's crying over that, like, how, what do you guys think about me? Yeah. I did all these things to show you I forgive you, and now you're still accusing me of evil. Mm. Or... He's, there's another reason for crying too, but but in this case, Joseph says, "Well, what you meant for evil, God meant for good." And I think that in a discussion about forgiveness, that's that perspective. But know. but on the other hand, though, people could argue also that, but but Joseph had had it good in the end. I mean, he he wasn't a slave or anything. He wasn't a high position. He had a good life. So well. it came good came out of evil, as you said. But what about people? I mean. If you haven't gotten that promotion, and now, I don't know, you maybe can't pay your mortgage, or mm. there are like really bad consequences. Okay, another Bible reference. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so Jesus gains nothing by dying on the cross. No. According, but what's his mission, though? According to the Bible, Jesus dies to save the world, but he gets nothing in return. So his ability to forgive people is never to his advantage, because he gets nothing out of it. Because mm. he's never done anything wrong to anyone. And so when the thief dies on the cross and he's asking Jesus to remember him in paradise to forgive him, we can accept that. Jesus would forgive him. But then forgiving the people who actually are inflicting this painful crucifixion on him. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where Jesus becomes his sort of role model for all of Christianity. Uh, what, what should we do when we're faced with a difficult situation when someone has mistreated us or someone has stabbed us in the back? And the answer is, do like Jesus and ask God to forgive them. But then it sounds like ask God to forgive them. Well, I mean, because forgiveness has to start somewhere. So forgiveness doesn't start with the offender's uh, request to be forgiven. Forgiveness starts with the offended person Mm. deciding how to react to the offense. Because since forgiveness is a, a choice, just like love is a choice, then I as I as the offend, offended person has a I have a decision to make. But that's so tough though, isn't it? Because no, no I think it's tough in the sense of that you have been hurt and you are mm-hmm. the victim in this. Mm-hmm. Yet you have to be the one I feel like that anyway, that you have to <clears throat> make the hard decision to forgive. Wow. Um, it's not it's not like the other person 
that offended you humbles down and asks for forgiveness, which is also really humbling. But you, as the one who is the victim, has to somehow like mm. stand well, on higher moral mm. ground or what? <laughs> no, because my my reason for forgiving someone is not really based on me. It's really based on God. Can you can you Yeah, sure. Jesus says So Jesus in the in when he's teaching I think in Matthew's gospel or in Luke's gospel when he's talking about the Lord's prayer and at the end of it I think it's in Matthew Jesus says that and if you do not forgive others their trespasses then your heavenly Father will not forgive you yours. Mm-hmm. And Jesus never quali- he never quantifies it or qualifies it. So we have no idea how many times and we don't know in what situation. He just puts a blanket on that, a blanket statement. And it seems to be all situations. All the time. Because, because the connection is, if you do not become a forgiving person, yeah. then you cannot receive forgiveness from God. Hmm. That's, pretty, that's pretty deep, though, because what we're saying is that, is that the power to forgive always rests with the offended. Yeah, because what motivated Jesus to ask for forgiveness when he's hanging on the cross, and they already beat him and tortured him, and now he's on a cross and he's going to die for something he didn't do himself? What motivates you then to ask for forgiveness when you're the offended party? You're the innocent one, not the offender, not the guilty one. Mm. What about people who ask for forgiveness, so they are the offenders, and mm. the person who is offended, the victim, does not want to forgive them? Ah. Well then, the, of, that the offender you. was an unrighteous person <laughs> and offended. And now, in the in the light of repentance, yeah. the offender seeks up the uh, the offender seeks up the offended and asks the offended to forgive. And the offended now has an opportunity to continue to give the, grace, to give grace, mm. to give righteousness, to give peace. <laughs> and the offender says, <laughs> "No way, no way, kiss my butt." And then all of a sudden, what happens is now the righteous person becomes the unrighteous person. Mm, the one who was in the right. So yes. the victim becomes the so unrighteous the, person. Exactly. Still the victim. Yeah. But because he chose not to forgive, then he, in that moment, heaps upon himself condemnation. Mm. Whoa. I know you guys are going to write to us and you're going to say, <laughs> but, 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 let me tell you, you know what? I can give you three examples from my own life. I can give you three examples from Lynn's life. But that would not be really nice because I didn't ask her for permission. <laughs> you so, can give one from my life and two from yours. I think that's nice. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Um, so when I was 19 years old, I got raped by a girl. So you guys don't have to think about that one. <laughs> and you're still going to say, what? How can I grow? That, that's another discussion. Yeah. But anyway, it happened. Um, if I saw that person today, I wouldn't hate her. I wouldn't try to, you know, stick her in a uh, and stick her in the heart with a knife. Um, I would walk up to her and say, "Hey, you know how things are going? I mean, obviously, obviously, it's been a long time, but I don't feel like I have any reason to do anything other than what God would ask of me to do in that situation. To, to hold a grudge against? Yeah, I don't him. have a reason to hold a grudge. Holding holding a grudge, the ability to not forgive. It's like being bit by a poison snake. And instead of sucking the poison out, you just let it move through your whole system and poison you. Mm, it makes you bitter. It does. 
It's just too, and it it's takes just so much, much energy. energy. Yeah, I know. Like to it? keep up that that oh, I hate you, I hate you, I hate mm. you. Even though you something bad happens to you or something good, I still hate you, hate you, hate you, hate you. Exactly. It's like, because after a while, if the person keeps asking for forgiveness and you keep saying no, you just you just needed a you you were just looking for a reason to hold a grudge against the person. Yeah, it's not about the thing anymore. No. that that started all of it. Um, um, I forgave my father. Mm-hmm. Father was a real jerk when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. He used to beat me and he used to beat my mom when I was uh, when I was a baby. He used to beat me, huh? And um, and he just never showed up, never did anything for us, just left us high and dry. Um, and for a long time, I felt like this guy is just a jerk. I don't need to forgive him. Well, why would I? No, no, not at all. He doesn't deserve it. No. And then I was listening to a lot of sermons about this particular passage in Matthew's gospel where Jesus says that you need to forgive people, otherwise your heavenly father won't forgive you. And I felt this real strong conviction. A man who I thought I would never, ever see again, I felt like I needed to forgive him. Whether he would forgive me or not, or just show up, I don't know. Or ask for forgiveness. Or oh, ask for forgiveness. Well, I yeah. guess I didn't wasn't thinking that far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and so motivated by not what I felt I deserved, and not motivated by what he could admit to, mm. but just out of allegiance to God. God asked us to forgive, and so you know I and I asked God for the strength. I asked God for help, and God helped me. He actually gave me the power to forgive my dad. Hmm. Um, and that eventually led to that when I would actually meet my dad again, there was already no bitterness in my heart and there was no anger in my heart and, and I wasn't holding a grudge against him. So when he decided he went to come and visit us, I said, okay. Yeah. Um, and that gave space and opportunity for healing and reconciliation somehow. I mean, you maybe yeah. not become best buddies, but there there would be yeah. opportunity for conversation yeah. yeah and the road to reconciliation is now open mm. because of forgiveness yeah so what about you got anything from your life <laughs> i have to practice forgiveness every single day Ooh, wow do tell <laughs> um sometimes my husband does ask for forgiveness and sometimes he doesn't so mm. i guess i think it's easier to forgive him when he asks for forgiveness because yeah. then somehow you feel like okay but you acknowledge that what yeah. you did was wrong, so we are on I the same page. I can still get page. my right in. You know? Not, not in the sense like, like I don't want. I think it's wrong to go around and rub it in people's face. Like you mm. know, uh, you did this wrong, so you had mm. to ask for forgiveness because True. that is really, that's really sucky to do that. So it's better to uh, let it go in that sense. Mm. Um, and I think I have to learn a lot in marriage to uh, just let it go, mm. uh, to forgive. Maybe not forget, but to forgive yeah. at least and just let it go and not holding a grudge in it. Because I, I feel like mm. in our marriage, in the end of the day, there is only forgiveness. I can drag out on it and try to be angry and just make mm. a really big deal out of it. Or I just get over it by <laughs> forgiving and just like, okay, let's move on, whatever. Oh. Um, obviously, it depends on what it is. Hmm. Um, we do not have, or we have to blessing to not have to deal with like infidelity or adultery mm. or something like that which is like oh. really really big um but i think the smallest things in married life or in friendship too can just get better best or yeah get a better view 
Mm. Um, yeah, today we talked, or I talked to a girl, and she was like, mm. "So, what do you do? How often, or yeah, how how often do you have to forgive, or what in practice does it wow. look like when someone just lets you down over and over and over again, mm. like?" Isn't that part of forgiveness to just, okay, you get a chance, here you go. Um, but we're not supposed to be doormats either. So she was wondering, no. like, practically, how do you And we're not supposed do? to be stupid either. Yeah, I told her, like, uh -huh. one thing is to be stupid. One mm. thing is to be forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that was a really good question. Um, I think that, uh, that she would have to take a couple of steps back. Um, if someone's constantly doing the same thing over and over to me... Mm -hmm then I'm allowing them to do that. Yeah. So the the old saying, hit me once, shame on me. Mm -hmm. Hit me twice, shame on you. Mm. So, or hit me thrice, hit me three times, shame mm -hmm. on you. Uh, because if I if a person is already proving themselves to be a violent person or a person I can't depend on or something like that, then why would you go to that person? Like if keep, you, if, keep giving yeah, you a chance. Like, say yeah. if every time I, I go to meet you, we're going to eat lunch together, and you slap me on my face and yell at me. <laughs> I feel really embarrassed. Everyone in the restaurant is looking at you like, uh-huh, what did you do wrong? Uh, so, and then you say, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. Okay, fine. So I give you a chance. Yeah. And then we go to McDonald's. <laughs> I slap you again. And you slap me again on my face and yell at me in front of everyone. And I'm like, okay. If I go to another place with you on the third time and you slap my face. Then that was the last time. What happens is, no, what happens is that you revealed how stupid I am. Yeah. See, the problem isn't that you slap me on my face. The problem is why do I go Again. when you've already proved that you're going to slap me on my face and yell at me? Why would I go to you? Yeah. There's no, I can forgive you. I can choose not to be angry at you or to seek revenge, but I don't have to hang out with you anymore mm. when you've already proven what kind of person you are. Because forgiveness may not necessarily mean that there is a change in your heart. True. Like, as you said, forgiveness comes from the person who is offended, mm. not from the offender. Yeah. Um, well, it starts there. I mean, what, what happens is that I choose to treat you a certain way. And what that does is it preserves the peace, the shalom. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is that sometimes that motivates the offender to seek forgiveness and reconciliation with the offended. But not always. No. It's not a guarantee. Because some people don't care. Yeah. They are just evil. Yeah. <laughs> I think at some points you can call people evil. Um, yeah. So to end on a positive note. Oh, wow. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, so I'm sure we're going to talk <clears throat> more episodes about forgiveness. But I think yeah, I it think was so. like a good starter. Um, so, I mean, what would you give people what what advice would you give people when they say i have difficulties forgiving let's say in a general in a general sense about forgiving hmm. well i think that once i realized i'm offended mm -hmm. um, so for me i would i would go to god and ask god to help me to to choose to do things his way um, if i didn't want to bring god into it then i would have to say okay um, I have to make a choice. I own my own behavior. Yeah, there's nobody the here. Thing. Yeah, there's no one here who can make me. So therefore, I have to choose. How am I going to choose to react to you? And if I want to practice grace, then I will not treat you the way you deserve, but treat you the way I should. 
And I have to be willing to do that. I don't think I can do that on my own. I don't think I can do that without God's help. But I, I know some people think they're strong enough and have a strong enough will so they can do that. But I believe that you have to have God. You have to have a source that's so strong. A motivation that keeps, like, for a long time all over again. Mm. Not just this week because no. there was fun <laughs> exactly. or something. Um Yeah. Um, and then and then the other thing is maybe to write down, like make a list. So what is it that I'm really offended by? To go to the source. Yeah. It like, might not be the thing that no, happened. Exactly. Exactly. And so and then to, to really sort of make a just a list for myself so I can keep my head straight, so I don't just get emotional or get sidetracked and start including a whole bunch of things that don't really have with this particular incident to you know to, uh, do. to do with yeah say <laughs> uh, um, and, and that means that uh, that somehow I, have, I need to have a, a compass or a standard yeah so when when do I forgive and what standard do I have for actually knowing that I forgave the person yeah and the standard has to be the relationship um, if I've forgotten someone and everything is restored then the relationship is either as good as it was or better. Yeah. Um, if the relationship falls apart, then somewhere in that development, something was wrong. Hmm. So. It's very complicated. <laughs> well, I I mean, in, in some ways it is, and in some ways it's not. Everyone keeps trying to tell me that forgiveness is really difficult. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's a choice. It's just that you choose not to forgive. I think we had a conversation out here before I came in, and we we're talking about forgiveness. And she's like, "But what if someone just really stabs you in the back, or <laughs> what if you know, and a whole bunch of different things?" And I was just like, "No, you, you forgive because God asked you to forgive. Jesus demonstrated forgiveness, and I think that's I can't remember the last one, um, but anyway, uh, but." But that, that choice is to choose to react according to the model that I have. I think that's a tough thing, though, to nah. do what God asks you to do. It's no, just, like, it's I like, think... It's like dropping a ball. If I, <laughs> if I have a ball in my hand and I don't want to carry the ball anymore, I just have to let it go. But I think people think in so many dimensions. It's not. I don't think it's an easy thing in a sense of people think about... Um, Forgiveness, it also means maybe altering your social status or altering the way other people perceive you, altering your relationship to that person, altering... I think it has more percussions than what you say. I mean, the act in itself to forgive might not be complicated. Mm. But I think the things around it, so people might get distracted by everything Could be. Can, that can happen around it mm. and the consequences of that... And maybe you choose to forgive, although everyone else says you're stupid for forgiving this person, you're stupid like for even considering oh. it. And then you, as a person, have to stand your ground. And suddenly you are befriending the enemy. Yes, oh, that's nice. You know? <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. said, I have actually have a bracelet on here. Mm. It says that, uh, take this off so I can read because I have it upside down because I'm crazy. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. It says this. It says that love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. And that's the problem with forgiveness. Mm. See, as long as you're my enemy, 
If I choose to keep you as my enemy, then I have, if you're my enemy, I have the reason, I mean, I have the right to be angry at you. Yeah. I have the right to do you harm. Yeah. I have the right to wish you e- evil. But if you become my friend, I no longer have that option because that's not what friendship is. And so the thing is that if my enemies are going to become my friends, then it means in the ability to seek revenge, to let them get their just desserts, mm-hmm. is something that I have to release and let God work it out. And the reason that a lot of us don't want to is because we know that God's desire is to is to drive forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the marriage thing. <laughs> so two people get married, they get a divorce, and Paul's advice was, uh, okay, well, separate for a while. Don't get remarried so that you'll leave room open for reconciliation. Mm. And most people here, they're like, oh my gosh, no way. <laughs> what if the person beat me? Separate, get out of the house, do not stay there one minute less, more, you leave, you put distance between you, you separate. Don't get remarried, because it's not a righteous cause, oh my gosh, now comes the letters, and, <laughs> and, and make room for reconciliation. Separate, I think most people think was okay, mm-hmm. but making room for reconciliation, that was you mean that person different. gets to come back to my, well, that's what forgiveness means. Yeah. Restore restoration of the relationship. Yes, that person comes back into my life. Maybe not exactly the same way, but because I don't have any grudge against the person, then there's actually the groundwork, just like with my dad, the groundwork for being included, having some kind of relationship. Jesus dies on the cross. His salvation does the same thing. We who were enemies of God now become friends of God because something happened. That sets the groundwork for reconciliation. Reconciliation means, regardless of how big a jerk I was before, mm-hmm. I can be forgiven and I can be let back in. Yeah, I get a second chance. Yeah, and, and that's not, and that's why people yeah. don't want to do that. So it's because the people don't think that the other one deserves it, or they deserve better. They probably don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. But we're not. We're not. I mean, forgiveness is not what you deserve. And I think that's why forgiveness is connected to grace. Yeah. Because grace is getting what you don't deserve. Something and, better than what you deserve. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, at least it's not as painful. You know? <laughs> yeah, but but I, I think that's the problem. If if I, I remember once I was living with this woman and a good friend of mine. So we were living together in a relationship, me and this woman. And... Uh, I don't know how much of I should tell now. I just said that. Um, and uh, Something happened. We, we were four couples, or two couples. We were mm-hmm. friends. And the guy and the girl I was living with mm-hmm. did something, touched each other in a, an appropriate manner, mm-hmm. like underneath something the clothes. Something happened. Something yeah. happened. Yeah. And then um, the girl tells me about it. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, I need to think about it. I, I'm not really sure. Mm. Because since this happened more than once, like, you tell me about it because what? Because it didn't feel good? Or I'm like, like somewhere you allow this to happen, so I need to think this through. And she was mad because she's like, well, it's his fault. I'm like, no, he didn't force you. Yeah, you allowed it also. So, so he too. came in and he came and talked to me and he told me what happened. And I was like, oh, well, I really appreciate that you came to me and told me what happened. Yeah. I'm hurt. I'm sad. I wasn't happy about all this. No. And then in that moment... I felt like God's spirit just said, 
grace and forgiveness. And I was like, whoa, that's just really weird. That's tough. <laughs> and so I told him, I, I still want to be friends with you. I mean, it would take some time. Mm-hmm. We may not be exactly the same. Um, and, and I forgive you. And I know I forgive him because I really love him. And I go to visit him when I, when I go back home sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we hang out. We write to each other. Mm-hmm. And I know it's so not... That's it's not true some, forgiveness. It's though. not something I bring up. It's not something I go, okay... You, you know, did this to me. You better make sure you don't do this again. <laughs> but the girl, I remember that she was really angry at me. And she said, how dare you forgive him? And I said, hmm, well, God forgave you and forgave me. <laughs> he should be angry at us. We're living in sin. She's <laughs> like, uh uh-huh. uh-huh. and, and, and And maybe that's what led to our breakup, you know, a year later. I don't know. Um, all I know is that is that she had a hard time understanding how long I was willing to trust God and forgive someone, hmm. and how long and how, like how much hurt do I have to have before I stop forgiving? I don't I don't believe that there's a limit for that. Unfortunately, um, no. Because I, I think that what what Jesus went through on the cross hmm. was so much more. Yeah, it was so much more unrighteous. It was so much more unfair. So I don't think I could ever endure enough pain or hurt that's greater Com- than that to compare it so i could say now i no longer need to forgive forgive that i actually have a right and it's okay and god's okay with it and, and i think that's the thing for me is that god is never okay with my lack of forgiveness and that's why jesus says if you don't forgive people their transgressions hmm. then your heavenly father will not forgive you yours and i just so um advice if you want to <laughs> forgive someone I'm getting the time signal from Lynn. I think I've been babbling again. Um, if, you, if you are having a hard time forgiving someone, um, ask yourself, do you really want to forgive them? Because it really is as simple as letting go of the ball. Mm. It's just a choice. Mm. I can always choose to treat you well, even if you treat me like crap. And then whether you're a Christian or not, this is not just a Christian thing. Anywhere. If you have a hard time forgiving someone, then you need to start to come clean. You need to start being honest and admit, I do not forgive you because I do not want to. I'd rather have you as an enemy because of what you did. Yeah. And if we can be that honest, then I might be the next step towards forgiveness and reconciliation and stuff like that because because in that honesty, you know, maybe maybe then I can hear myself speak and be like, okay, that's not really who I want to be. Hmm. So I have a choice. And the choice is now I need to forgive. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good, Ed. Um, I wish everyone out there, (laughs) and myself too, (laughs) good luck with practicing forgiveness. Um, I hope that we'll learn something from all Mm. of this. And I know it's hard in life to do the right thing. I know it's hard to know something and to feel something else and still to act upon that what we know is right. Um, But yeah, keep fighting. Keep up yeah. the good fight. Uh, yeah. Don't give up. And when you fall, you fall, but then stand mm. up and try again. Yeah, you may have to practice this forgiveness thing like several times <laughs> until you get the hang up. I forgot to say that. You're, you're, you suck in the beginning. And then the more you practice it, the better you get at it. It's like lifting weights. You yeah, in the end, the it becomes natural. Yeah. It's like you, you might not want to forgive, but you do. Yeah. Um, and the so more times you forgive, in. the easier it becomes to forgive. Yeah. So you have to do it a lot. Yeah. 
So surround your people that are annoying and stop <laughs> start start practicing forgiveness. Yeah. Thank you for listening guys and hear you next time on Fika for, for life. life. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas. And we hope to hear you again. <laughs>